You're listening to a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned to hear the rest of your 3CR podcast. Asia Pacific Currents. News and labour issues from the Asia Pacific region. We strongly condemn the, the police that arrest uh, the protesters. Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock. On Community Radio 3CR. Workers of the world should unite to fight this greedy capitalist. Brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Links. Good morning and welcome to Asia Pacific Currents here on Community Radio 3CR. Today is Saturday the approximately 26th of March. It's good, you know, It's a, this is the reason I do the show live is so I can be reminded of the, the date every morning. I'm Giselle Hanna. And I'm Jodie Faskett. That's right, Jodie, one of our uh, new 2022 hosts, although you joined us for a little bit at the end of last year. I did. Excellent. Um, so coming up on today's program, we just have news from around the region today. So just to let you know again what stories we're working on and it's so uh, the political environment at the moment is really uh, difficult. We've been speaking to our comrades in Malaysia and Sri Lanka and in other parts of the world, Afghanistan, uh, and it, uh, encouraging people to speak on radio at the moment is really, really difficult. Our next story will hopefully be an update on the war in Afghanistan, um, particularly with the recent um, changes in legislation preventing girls from attending school. Uh, But we just haven't quite been able to secure that at the minute. So today we'll bring you some news from around the region and uh, some music. We rarely play music on Asia Pacific Currents, but you uh, will be overjoyed with our musical <laughs> selection for today. Or maybe you won't be overjoyed. <laughs> Under, underjoyed, <laughs> underwhelmed. Um, uh, but of course, Asia Pacific Currents is brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Links. And if you want to keep in touch with us, really the best way to do that is through social media. So look us up on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, it's A-A-W-L. But we're going to go straight into now news from around the region. All right. First of all, I'm up and in New South Wales, nurses are voting for a second statewide strike. Tens of thousands of nurses in New South Wales are voting this week on whether to hold a statewide strike of up to 24 hours on March 31st. The health workers are demanding shift by shift nurse to patient ratios, staffing increases and a 4.75% pay rise. Nurses in Wagga Wagga, in the southern part of the state, have already voted overwhelmingly for the action, with 98.2% of around 600 New South Wales Nurses and Midwives Association members in favour of a 24-hour strike. According to the New South Wales Nurses and Midwives Association, every shift was short by 8 to 10 nurses at Wagga Wagga Base Hospital. The proposed industrial action would occur just over six weeks after the first statewide walkout by New South Wales nurses in almost a decade. The February 15 strike proceeds in defiance of a ban issued by the New South Wales Industrial Relations Commission. In line with the Liberal National State Government, the pro-business tribunal claimed that the strike would pose a risk to public health and safety. And in India, striking Maharashtra transport workers defy the state government's latest back-to-work ultimatum. 
More than 70,000 Maharashtra State Road Transport Corporation workers have again defied a government back-to-work order and are now in their 20th week of strike action. The workers, who include drivers, conductors, technicians and workshop engineers, have persisted in the face of savage management reprisals, court orders declaring the strike illegal and mounting threats from the government of Maharashtra, India's second most populous state. The latest back-to-work ultimatum from the government included a threat of mass firings. During the more than two-year COVID-19 pandemic, the workers of this transport corporation have received their meagre salaries only irregularly, while being forced to work in unsafe conditions. Although hundreds had died from COVID by last summer, the government refused to prioritise them for vaccination. The workers insist they deserve the same job security and benefits as other state government employees. They also believe that merging the MSRTC, which is the State Road Transport Corporation, which is a government-owned agency run as a for-profit corporation, merging that with the state government will make it more difficult for the government and management to implement their plans to privatise the intercity bus agency which is a vital service for millions throughout the state, especially the rural poor. So uh, our solidarity to those workers fighting um, that very um, big campaign against Maharashtra. We're going to go to um, a song now. This is one of my favourite songs that whenever we have musical interludes on Asia Pacific Currents, I like to bring you. And it's a song called Workers United by an Australian band called I. United, never be defeated. Work is united, we'll overcome. Work is united, never be defeated. Work is united, we'll overcome. Work is united, never be defeated. We are the people who make things run. Work is united, never be defeated. Protect your rights that were hard fought and won. Stand up and fight for workers' autonomy We are the engines of the economy Those who are poor are in a minority Shout let it out cause we want equality You can make a difference to help fix the world All you have to do is believe in yourself We celebrate our great diversity This is the strength of workers' solidarity Workers united, never be defeated We are the Workers United, never be cheated. Protect your rights, they were hard fought and won. Stand up. Stand up. We feel the pain of workplace injury. Bosses who think our lives are cheap. Make them feel the pain of worker solidarity. Stand up, unite, don't turn your cheek. Fight for the right for fair compensation. Fight for the right for better education. Equality, dignity, justice for all. We want it now and we'll have it all. To the people, not to corporations, boot politicians, trash our nation, fight for the right for self determination, not put an end to casualization, stand up and fight to return job security, each to the need from each their ability, don't let them chip away our civil liberty, fight with the power of workers' unity. Workers united, never be defeated. 
We are the people who make things run. We are the people who make things run. Workers united, never be cheated. Protect your rights that were hard bottom one. Work is united. Never be defeated. Work is united. We'll overcome. Work is united. Never be defeated. Work is united. We'll overcome. Today, uh, many thousands of workers coming off jobs, stopping work to come down and protest the fact that ordinary people are not being given a say in their future. Three CR Community Radio Eight Five Five I am. You're listening to APC, Asia-Pacific Currents, and our next story is a regional story. So Southeast Asian unions gear up for Way to Go 2.0, and they vow to engage women and youth in leadership representations and social dialogues. Representatives from affiliates of the International Trade Union Confederation, the ITUC, Asia-Pacific, and the Asian Trade Union Council, the ATUC, gosh, unions, we love our acronyms, gathered via Zoom on the 22nd of February this year to discuss plans for Way to Go 2.0, active engagement in leadership representation and social dialogues of youth and female trade unionists in Southeast Asia. The project comes amid intensifying inequalities and biases in workplaces and communities with the COVID-19 pandemic. According to the ATUC, employers have used the pandemic to undercut labour standards and workers' rights and government agencies have not been faithful in fulfilling their responsibilities to protect, protect workers' rights. Despite constraints due to the pandemic, the ITUC Asia-Pacific and ATUC affiliates successfully negotiated collective bargaining agreements in six companies with enterprise-based mechanisms against violence and harassment. The Way to Go project also proved instrumental in instituting various regulations and union structures changes, working on mainstream women and youth advocacy and leadership in the region. Sorry, working to mainstream women and youth advocacy and leadership in the region. Building on the success of the project's previous phase, the Way to Go 2.0 aims to helps aims to help women and youth unionists in Cambodia, Indonesia and the Philippines to reach their full potential as leaders in the trade union movement. With the ITUC Asia Pacific at its helm, the project will launch a mentorship program that will equip trainees with the skills, competencies and technical know-how for much more engaged leadership and representations and social dialogues on youth and gender concerns within their trade unions and elsewhere more broadly. And in Sri Lanka, unions have launched a campaign for minimum wage rises. 
12 unions across Sri Lanka have launched a joint campaign to demand a rise of 10,000 rupees or the equivalent of 49 US dollars in the monthly minimum wage of private sector employees and to oppose the government's decision to exclude private sector workers from a scheme that grants a monthly allowance of 5,000 rupees or about 25 US dollars to public sector employees and pensioners. The Free Trade Zones and General Services Employees Union, the Sri Lanka Nidaha Sevaka Sangamaya and the Salon Mercantile Industrial and General Workers Union are among the unions taking part in the campaign. With the high cost of living hitting Sri Lanka's hard, the announcement by the government on the 3rd of January 2022 granting an allowance of 5,000 Sri Lankan rupees to government workers came as a disappointment, as only public servants and pensioners, benefit and private sector workers are excluded. The government refuses to extend the allowance under the pretext of economic crisis. Where have we heard that before? Mm. Private sector workers get just 16,000 rupee or about 80 US dollars per month as the minimum wage. Anticipating the situation ahead of the budget, unions submitted a proposal to the Ministry of Finance in October 2021 to increase the minimum wage of private sector workers to about 26,000 rupees or 129 US dollars a month and for a 50% reduction in the price of essential goods. However, employers or the bosses refused to pay that 5,000 rupee proposed by the unions, again citing economic losses due to COVID. On the meanwhile, while they make exorbitant profits, mm. on the issue of minimum wages, workers, sorry, bosses claim that they already pay the minimum wage, which unions know to be untrue. The unions held a joint conference on the 19th of January, followed by an island-wide protest on the 21st of January. Currently, the unions are also campaigning with parliamentarians to introduce a private member's bill on the minimum wage in Parliament. This question of wage justice, minimum wage, cost of living is a global issue, actually, right across the region. Um, Unionists are campaigning. We saw, uh, we reported recently in Turkey and Lebanon um, and Japan and Korea Mm. protests about just this very issue, economic crisis, um, wages versus cost of living. So no doubt, as the war continues, uh, not just the war in um, Ukraine, but the war in Afghanistan, the war in um, Syria, the war in Africa, in the Congo and uh, and um, Sudan and Yemen, uh, while these wars continue, the cost of living will continue to rise. We are going to go to um, some community announcements and then a song. The song that I'm going to play is called January 26 and it's by the Australian First Nations performer AB Original or AB Original. Um, So some community announcements and then that track for the morning. Common Social Change Library is an online collection of educational resources for those campaigning for social change. It collects, curates and distributes the key lessons and resources of progressive movements around Australia and across the globe. The library includes over 500 resources covering campaign strategy, community organising, activist history, digital campaigning, diversity and inclusion and much, much more. It's free to access the library, so check out the collection at www.commonslibrary.com. 
3cr.org. Common Social Change Library is a 3CR supporter. More than 70 innocent refugees are still being indefinitely detained in detention centres and secure hotels around Australia. Over recent months, many fellow detainees have been released onto bridging visas. Those remaining are desperate to know why they are still held. It is indefinite, it is cruel and it is unlawful. Every day a group of supporters protests this brutality outside the Park Hotel at 701 Swanson Street, Melbourne, where 11 men remain trapped and whose hopes are fading and whose mental health is declining. The aim of the protests is to raise awareness of the situation for the general public, but also to show support and solidarity to the men inside. It is also for the approximately 200 refugees still held offshore. Please come along any weeknight at 6pm or weekend at 3pm. Australia Day. I said, how about March 8th? And we can do it on your nan's grave. We can piss up, piss on his face. Get rid up and burn out like Mark Skate. The screaming love will leave it. I got more reason to be a riff. You can believe it. Want to salute the Constitution or who's underneath it? Turn that flag to a noose. Put a cease to your breathing. I can't get on my whip. I get a ticket for that. I get a DWB and that's a drive in my spot. I turn the other cheek. I get a knife on my back. And I tell them it hurts. They say I overreact. So fuck. Celebrate anything but survival. Nah, you watching telly for the bachelor, but wouldn't read a book about a fuckload of massacres. I remember all the blood and what carried us. They remember 20 recipes for lamingtons. Yeah, their ancestors got a boat ride. Both minds saw them coming until they both died. Fuck celebrating days made of misery. Why I still got the black history. And that shirt will get you banned from the parliament. If you ain't having the conversation, well, then we starting it. You can call it what you want, but it Yeah. 
If you or someone you care for is struggling with a mental illness or other disability and you need someone to talk to, you can call the Wellways Helpline. Wellways Helpline is a volunteer support and referral service that provides information to people experiencing mental health issues or other disabilities, as well as their family, friends and carers. We're here to talk if you are feeling socially isolated, seeking information about mental health or mental health services, or just need someone to talk to. As a peer-based service, everyone working at Wellways Helpline has a lived experience of mental health issues or disability. Wellways Helpline is a national service and operates Monday to Friday, 9am to 9pm, excluding public holidays. So if you're struggling yourself or are struggling to help someone else, please call Wellways Helpline on 1300 111 500. That's 1300 111 500. Wellways supports 3CR. Hi, we are Oi Gipnoi from Catania, Sicily. Support 3CR Community Radio 855 AM streaming live at 3cr.org.au. We are happy to discover this radio because in Sicily this radio does not exist. All right, welcome back. It's 9.23 and you're listening to Asia Pacific Currents. We're heading to Malaysia now where unions have won increased maternity leave. After a three-year campaign, industrial affiliates in Malaysia have achieved 14 weeks maternity leave and the introduction of one-week paternity leave. After the lower house of the Malaysian parliament passed the employment bill 2021 on 21st of March, Malaysian women workers will now have 14 weeks maternity leave and their husbands will be entitled to one week paternity leave. The bill also introduced new provisions on prohibition of forced labour, discrimination in employment, prohibition of termination of pregnant women workers, sexual harassment at the workplace and flexible work arrangements. The weekly hours of work have been reduced from 48 to 45. And our last story for the morning is also from Sri Lanka, where Sri Lankan Estate Workers Action Committee hold a meeting to demand the reinstatement of all victimised workers. So these estates are plantation estates. The Plantation Workers Action Committees from the Alton, Glenugi and Abbotsley Estates are holding a joint online meeting on Sunday the 27th of March to demand the unconditional reinstatement of all sacked estate workers. A total of 54 workers have been victimised by management and sacked from the Elton, Katukele and Wiloya estates. The meeting will discuss the escalating assault on workers' rights, including increased workloads, wage cuts, the so-called revenue share model and other measures to drive up productivity. These cost-cutting attacks have the blessing of President Rajapaksa's government. Plantation workers have long resisted the exploitative revenue share system, which distributes a plot of land with 1,000 to 150,000 tea bushels to individual workers on a contract basis. Workers and their families are expected to tend the tea bushes with some inputs provided by the company and harvest the crop. The leaves are handed over to the company, which deducts its expenses and profit, with the balance given to the worker as his or her income. 
When fully implemented, workers lose their employees' provident fund and other hard-won rights. So it's basically a um, subcontracting, mm-hmm. uh, which we've seen time and time again, uh, not just in Australia or but across the world. The revenue share system was first imposed in 2016 at the Mahauva and Walapane estates in Central Province and the Tiliri and Batalgala and Anfield estates in Dakoya near Hattan. Estate management, however, had to abandon or only partially apply the system because of workers' resistance. Plantation companies started implementing revenue sharing in full last year after suppressing a series of struggles by workers at estates in Al- in Alton, in Apcot, Katukale, in Talawakale and Weliola near Hattan. So that is our last story for today. And that does bring us to the end of Asia Pacific's currents for another morning. Um, we will be back next Saturday from nine o'clock with more news and current affairs from the Asia Pacific region. Uh, and we will go out with a track. The song that we'll go out with is um, Kev Carmody with River of Tears. But that is all from me, Giselle Hanna. And me, Jodie Paskett. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.